home slice audio. Hello, everybody, This this is a bad idea because I'm drinking what you paid for. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to Whiskey at Work. I got all excited watching him do that. I almost forgot to say hello, everybody. You better tell people what he was doing or <laughs> we're going to go to jail. We for were being it. professional. He was counting down like they do on professional sets for, for filming. Two things. years in, we might as well start. And two, Rob, we're past. Russ wasn't here. We're past three at now. the beginning. Oh, that's true. I was. Russ is two years in. We've been doing this for three, a long time. Well, he's probably been here longer. Two and a half? Yeah. All but, all but about three episodes, probably. One of which never. Well, we were. I was doing it on my phone for a good period there. Oh, Remember yeah. those days? Oh yeah. Setting it up on the phone, and then I'd have that to go home out. at night and that edit it. That was a lot it. of fun. Well, you weren't doing anything up. Do all of all Pac-Man of the work anyway, so. that I that I normally do. Watching for hobbits these. and playing video games. Hobbits, hobbits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we just started this whole thing off track because yeah. it's probably going to get there anyway. <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago. I took my happy Fanny down south for Fanny family. Fanny. What I'm hoping will be the very last time. I don't like the South for my own reasons. Okay, when was the last time you were in the South, Rob? Do you remember? Uh, the the only South I've been to is uh, we were in Florida. I haven't okay. been. Okay. Well, that's that's States. a you know that's it's, it's Disney World, man. Oof. It's well, a happy place. You know, it's. You can always get a drink at Disney World, and trust me. It's still, it's still the same. After a couple hours with kids and screaming Mickey Mouse's, you need a drink. I get it. Um, here's, here's, here's one of my main reasons why. This isn't one of those, uh-huh, sitting around in the castle. And no, blah, 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 no, blah, this blah, is blah, blah, blah. none of those. Although the South <laughs> has cool things to see, obviously. Don't get me wrong. There's neat history in the South, which I like to go check out when I and, do that Unless sort of thing. you're an alcoholic. And then it's less and then it's it's a struggle. <laughs> the South is a struggle. Two times in South Carolina, went on a Sunday. I'm like, let's go check out the bourbons they have here in South Carolina. I walk up to the store, the the store that had the liquor, and as I walk up to the door, well, the rest of us call that the liquor store. I pull on it, and it didn't it didn't open. And then I watch this sweet old lady walk by into the other door. That opened, and I could see in there there was beer and wine and whatever. So I'm thinking, well, that's weird. Why doesn't this door open to the whiskey Maybe one they that had I want? Closed due to wind. No, it was closed because you can't buy spirits on a Sunday in South Carolina. Guy walks up behind me. They're not going to unlock that one for you. <laughs> I'm not from here, sir, but thank you for your Southern hospitality. So when you were in South Carolina and then now you go back to Virginia, you didn't learn anything from that trip. No, I totally didn't because then I saw a total wine. Okay. Now, if you've never been into a total wine store, wait for the irony folks. (laughs) They are, they're, they're great stores. They really are because they're so huge. They're like little, they're like little Costco's or Sam's clubs of liquor stores. Unless they're in the South. Unless they're in the South. Specifically Virginia. Yes. Yes. I walk into the Total Wine store and I go up every single aisle looking for the whiskey. Finally, I'm like, well, this is embarrassing. I'm going to ask somebody where the whiskey is. I missed it somewhere. It's at the Total Whiskey store. (laughs) And when I I ask the guy where the whiskey is, he says, Total Wine. (laughs) 
that's right there in the name. We don't have whiskey here. Every other total wine, uh, unlike on the every other total wine store in the free world. And so he proceeds to tell me, if you want to buy spirits, you have to go to what are known as Virginia ABC. And these things were everywhere when I was looking for them on like Google Maps for liquor stores. I'm like, what the hell are all of these? These are weird that there would be so many of these it's named the exact same if thing. You only had a machine that would tell you what the Virginia ABC actually. I, I was too angry to look it up. And so then you get into. The, this the, is my best vacation for you ever. <laughs> you get into, I am just, I am just oh. Chris Hornick giddy right now <laughs> at your misery. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> so then I start to learn about blue laws, which I, I kind of had heard about, was semi-aware of. Not to be confused with blue comedy. Well, no. Um, but those are laws that really mean good. you can't sell certain things on a Sunday in, in mainly the South. Although Colorado, I think still, they're, they're not as prevalent anymore as they used to Certain be. Certain communities have sure have the same laws. I mean, I, it used to be in Brookings where I went to school, college, you couldn't buy booze on Sunday. We had to drive to Arlington or Volga or somewhere. That's so weird. Anything after midnight on Saturday, we drunken road trip. I mean, right. that was a good idea. Yeah, not, not smart. No. <laughs> yeah, it's... But I think Sturgis, you know, you couldn't, the bars couldn't be open unless you served X amount of food. I think that's changed. Oh, yeah. That was a rule for the yeah. longest time, Like Gunner's too. Lounge wasn't open because they didn't serve food, but a lot of oh. American ones because we were a restaurant. It's... They're so, it's weird. They're so dumb. So that's why I'm glad I, you know... There, there, there are numerous reasons... I mean, we got issues here in, in the Dakotas, but we don't have issues. We get with mad when you can't buy booze on Sunday. Right. We can buy booze on Sunday and we can buy all of it. But there's no <laughs> limit to the amount of booze we can buy, which is nice. I walked into a liquor store yesterday with a handle of tequila and a handle. He goes, Is that it? <laughs> like, that's not enough. He goes, well, I don't know. Some people stock up. I'm like, holy. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's, that's, I guess that's, I'm a loser. I don't know. Whatever. That's what makes it nice to live here, right? <laughs> I mean, it was a Monday. So when I was when I was down in Virginia, obviously they do have a, a, a pretty decent history of of whiskey and bourbon and distilling in a lot of those southern states. Well, you know, Kentucky, Tennessee. They're, sure, they're kind of, of course. Part of it. They, yeah, they, that's where it all began, in essence. So one of the oldest, if not the oldest, in Virginia is Bowman Brothers. That has the claim to fame of being the, the, the oldest continually operated. You see how we event. brought that around? His misery is now right. making us happy. Now, hopefully, it's making <laughs> us happy. So the Bowman brothers, what John Abraham, Joseph Isaac, good old, good God, old Christian th- names. They'd have been lobbying for selling booze on Sunday, wouldn't you? <laughs> no. Well, it makes they like, hey, Moses, the- cut this <laughs> shit out. <We're- laughs> sure, right. Let's, let's sell this let's stuff on Sunday, too. We got money to make, bills to pay. They they served in the Revolutionary War, I believe, and they were a big part of settling Virginia. What, what side? Did well, Revolutionary War. Not the Civil War. Revolu- yeah. You're getting a little confused. I know. It's too you, haven't, much. you haven't started. You're not that deep into this. I know. This, so. I'm sorry. Just um, South and war. <laughs> That's <laughs> got to be the big one. <laughs> so uh, we came across, which another, you can also buy this here in our area, which is nice, too. I bought this one at Timmins yeah. quite a little while ago. Um 
just because I don't know why it was on a list somewhere or the yeah, model it was, was cool looking or it was cheap. I don't remember. What it it was, was different. It was something you know that you probably don't normally. I probably stock bought anymore. it along with three or four other bottles, and Dan said, "Get that one too." Yeah. And I went, "Okay, sure." God, you're an easy seller. I know you well, are such a sucker with stuff like this. Well, Dan's pretty good at this. He's tried he's, everything. He's, he's not bad at selling he's never, either. He's never pointed me wrong like you yeah. have. No, I've, I've never done in that. In fact, I've helped him. Mm, boy, <laughs> it's going to be every damn episode. Yeah, well, you know, when you know well, how that... to pick a bottle, you know how to pick a bottle. I'm just saying. We, things got weird, though, when we started looking into this a little bit, too, didn't it? It's, it, yeah, this one's a strange one. This one's, the mash is actually first distilled by the folks at Buffalo Trace, correct? Which surprised both of us. Because on the bottle, on the back of the bottle, it says it's an NDP, a non-distilling no, producer. Yeah, it's it's produced, and at. it's produced at. So right. that usually tips us off that mm-hmm. it's sourced or something. But anyway, then they take the primary distillate. From Buffalo Trace. From Buffalo Trace down to Virginia and distill it two more times in their big copper still. That they call Mary. Mary. Yeah, that's its name. It fits along with Mary. the rest of these folks. Right. <laughs> and I, I assume to set themselves apart from Buffalo Trace a little, I mean, it is a super smooth deal. I don't hear of too many whiskeys being distilled three times. That's usually a gin or a... Irish whiskey, right. and vodka thing, right? <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, that, that's why we got we were just a little confused on this as to why. But they technically, I guess, the Bowman Brothers are a micro distillery, so that may be why they have to do it this way. They just don't have the the production space. You know, you might as well have the juice ready and then you do what you want with it. I got to hate that I said that. <laughs> I was waiting. Oh, that makes me so mad that I said that stupid term. So I don't know. Maybe that's maybe maybe that's why. And like you said, the gimmick for it then is to distill it two more times in their big copper pot still. And it's the initial, the first sip on the first swallow is super spicy at the back of the throat. Mm-hmm. The flavor is great from the beginning. The first one, like a lot of them, hit the first one hits you a little hard because your palate's not ready. And, right. and I'm not very good at this, so. <laughs> The, the first drink part. The second right. and third drink, I'm really it's good really at Really good at it. Um, Bro. But it's smooth. Yeah. I can't get really. over how how easy it is to drink. Well, similar to an Irish whiskey. I mean, you, you never come across a triple distilled harsh no, Irish whiskey. No, that's, that's a good point. It's always really smooth, and that, that's exactly what this is. The only thing I'm noticing with it now, I, I think I, I, I would never drink whiskey neat. It's just not my thing. But after a while, with this ice and the melt that goes in there, a lot of that initial flavor is just gone. It just drops off. It, 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 it doesn't linger. I mean, no. It doesn't have that mouthfeel, that, that duration that Bruner likes so much. Right. But I imagine you're right. It's the triple distilling, and it's, it is 94 proof or something, though. I mean, it's I think not it's a, 90? 90. Yeah. This is, I mean, this it's, is it's, one it's, I would give to somebody who's... Who wants to get into it? Boy, that's this that, is a pretty decent starter. And, and for a Virginia bourbon, I mean, around thirty dollars. Bur- bourbon, too. period. Yep, six to eight years is what the age on it is as well. So it sits in that barrel, you know, as as long as any of the super expensive ones that you can buy. 
And it's run through it still. <laughs> it goes through more times. Three times total, yeah. And like I said, you can get it here. Timmins Market would be a great place uh, to stop by and see if Dan. They do make, uh, this is the small batch. There are a couple other versions of it uh, that I didn't look into very much just because we just, had this one. And I was already crabby, so I wasn't going <laughs> to get that deep into it. not make him read, folks. Right, please don't. Although so. he's the one that does all the research anyway. And I just come in drinking and, hey, everybody. And heads out the door. <laughs> Well, you do. People, people don't. People don't want to see me that much. Are you sure? Generally. That's that was. I, I, I don't think that's true. I I don't. I don't think. I don't think they want to hear you as much. I think looking look. at you is fine. Because uh, <laughs> the camera doesn't make me look twenty years older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right then. All right then. I'm hey, gonna you, go ahead. You you started the fight. I did. So I'd recommend this. I would totally buy this again. Like I said, around thirty to thirty-five dollars a bottle for something like this. Uh, it's it's smooth, it's delicious, but but buy it here. Don't don't waste your time going to the south, especially for, on a weekend. Uh, I mean, except for Kentucky, Tennessee. All right, you know. I mean, yeah. That, I mean that that's cool. That place is cool. It's where it all originated from. I can't really argue against both of those. Although Lynchburg's in a dry county, which this this whole thing is just. I don't know. Everything's got to have a gimmick, man. It does. That's true. Anyway, thanks so much for watching uh, or, or listening, however you consume uh, our, <laughs> our information that we throw out. Uh, also, real quick, you can see, we don't always review the stuff we drink generally, but no, on our website. rambling on about some vacation that you yeah, took and then I make fun of it. Not to the south anymore. You, we, we do put up reviews, though, on our website that you, I know, uh, I... You, you weren't aware? I didn't know. I put up reviews of this on our website. That I buy the whiskey. Right. You talk about apparently it. That's Rob how this goes. Know about. We so have a website? We do have a website. I knew that part. Yeah. It's got some cool stuff on it, too, if you want to check it out. Uh, it's whiskeyatwork.com. I should without the do e. that. You should. Anyway, yeah, thank it's you whiskey so without the e. Whiskey without the e. So Cheers. Jeff in Texas. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquis, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network. Mm-hmm.